Views expressed on this program are those of the sponsors and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Indices mentioned are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. Asset allocation and diversification strategies cannot assure profit or protect against loss. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Capital Retirement Strategies and Cambridge Investment Research are not affiliated. 105.9 FM and AM 630 WMAL. This is Plan for Life Now with your hosts, Dave Murray and Steve Kiliani. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Sunday, May 15th. I think we've all come to the conclusion that there's nothing... We're in a, a slow cycle for anything to really open our show with. We always yeah, give no, you guys a nice open. No holidays to today. No big sporting events. Oh, I know of. how to open the show. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything. But I was at, for Mother's Day last week, my wife wanted to walk around the Rockville Art Show. Okay. She's an artist. I mean, right. she really is an artist. And she likes all that stuff. So we were walking around there, and we live in... Potomac and the Rockville Town Center is really close to us. So when you're walking around a crowded art show, do you know what you end up seeing? People you know. Of course. So yeah. we were talking to people we know, and one of these people we know listens to the show. Oh, cool. Listens enough, though. This is what I actually like. She listens enough to make a comment that you and you are going to like to hear. <laughs> you ready for this comment? All right. She says, I listen to these shows, and you guys... <sighs> It's like really informative and I've learned a lot, but it's not, it's entertaining. It's not boring. I like that. It is the number one comment I'd like to hear about this show because parts of it are boring. We talk about retirement planning, investment planning. By boring, I mean to say someone who's not, God forbid, you're not interested in this topic. If you want boring, there I are plenty of options can't out imagine there. Imagine you're not interested in the topic if you're listening to this station on the weekend because besides ourselves, I believe there are 12 or 13 other shows that are going to inform you on right. whatever tangent they want to inform you on on this stuff. But anyway, so she basically said, "I, I really like you guys and, and I enjoyed the show and it's really she said it's really really good." Ah, I like that. Which is Besides Donald Trump's foreign policy, it's going to be really, really good. It's going to be great, huge. <laughs> Which I think is good for a radio show. Maybe not for your entire foreign policy. It's going to be really, really good. But right. thank you. That was very nice to hear that. Maybe others of you get some entertainment out of this. But maybe today you'll get less entertainment out of it. Today, <laughs> it's just not that Why would you set up the show like that? Why would you well, say that? Well, it's just because this is our long-term care insurance. I think it's super important. Well, we do the same thing. We give you information. We give you a little bit of entertainment, some witty banter, and that's uh, that's the way we approach it. Yeah, but there's only so much witty banter when you're talking about long-term care. Mm-hmm. Yet, I think it's extremely important. I wish there were more of these shows. For all these shows that are on, very few, if any, if any, talk about long-term care when they're talking about your money. And more and more, it's like, and by your money, I mean people on this radio station know the age of their listener. We don't have mm-hmm. a lot of 30-year-olds listening to this show. No. You know, we basically, people listening to this station on the weekend are, I would say, starting at the age of, say, 45 and older. 
That's most of the listeners of this station, people in their 50s and 60s, people who are listening to these programs to make sure that their money's going to be okay as they get older. <laughs> Yet you hear nothing or very little about long-term care. Well, and I think we've offered a theory as to why that might be in the past, but you know, my thoughts on that are you've got some of these big shows that are very general, talk about investing, they don't have the ability to really dive into the details, the nitty-gritty of long-term care. And then you've got some of these shows where the people are, you know, frankly they're insurance salesmen only. And that's the only thing that they're going to talk about is insurance, and that's it. And it's sort of difficult to have this holistic approach and have somebody who has expertise in both the insurance and the investments and understand how it all works together. Because none of us live in a vacuum where we can just survive with just insurance or just investments. We've got to have this overall financial plan. And in an overall financial plan, you've got, face it, we've got a limited number of dollars. You've got competing resources, competing needs. You've got to figure out, how do I balance and design a plan? And frankly, these long-term care plans, I know from my experience, it's gotten too complicated for me to deal with personally. I mean, a decade ago, I used to do a lot more of this stuff. You did. Because it wasn't quite as complicated, even though it was. It's gotten now to the point where I say, I I don't know, I can't keep up with all this. That's what I count on you to do. Yeah, but now you're right, keeping up with all of this. So basically what you expect as a consumer is some expertise from the person you're working with who has some knowledge to be able to, I think in any insurance product, especially when you look at life insurance products, you're looking at, hey, what are the... You know, I'm I'm coming to you, advisor, for long-term care. I'm assuming you'll shop around the various companies and, and get the best one that's for me. And that's how, quite, quite frankly, anyone who comes to us for life, especially term life insurance, right? we shop around the companies. It's uh, it's compared to long-term care, very simple. Very you simple, You know, you yeah. put the case together, you look at the top companies, you, you go from there and you shop around. Long-term care is, I guess it's different because you're, you're having, you have two sets of types of long-term care insurance. Now, one type is traditional long-term care insurance, and that's basically you sign up for an amount of money that you'd get if you need long-term care. In a lot of cases, you're going to grow that amount of money you're going to get. It usually looks like a a daily benefit or a monthly benefit. You're going to have a set premium. Now, granted, that set premium could go up, but for the most part, it's based on your current age and your current health. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you basically have a benefit period. Okay, if I need long-term care, how much years will will I want this money for? I'd want it forever, but it's cheaper if I only get the money for five years of long-term care. Right. If I only get this money for three years of long-term care services, that's even less expensive. Yeah. you got to make a super hard choice on that based on price. That's traditional long-term care insurance. Now, there's hybrid long-term care insurance as well, which is basically mixing life insurance with long-term care, where there's a death benefit if you die and never use it, but there's also the benefit of, obviously, the long-term care, similar to the way I just described it in the traditional sense. Each is a little bit different. Each fits a different type of case based on your situation. Each has a different cost. Each has a different underwriting, looking at your health in different ways. So now the expertise is not just to be able to know enough about long-term care with their 
in our opinion, there's very few advisors who focus on it, so they don't have a lot of experience doing it. Thus, they don't have, you know, that knowledge. And now you're throwing in a new product. Right. And that requires a whole new set of knowledge and especially difficult in comparison. Well, and this is the type of thing that, you know, we really feel strongly that a lot of advisors out there are licensed to sell long-term care or life insurance, but they do it a couple of times a year. You know, it's when somebody calls up and asks, hey, do you do long-term care? Oh, yeah, I think my license is still active. Let me run some quotes. But they don't they don't know these ins and outs. They might have one company that they run quotes from. They might not shop it around to everybody, which is why we think you really need to work with an expert on well, this. A lot of some investment firms have a deal with one long-term care insurance True, company, yeah. one life insurance. This is the company we have a deal with, Okay, I, a selling I, agreement to work with. Some kind. So that's it. I mean, these are a lot of big firms. That's their deal. Well, if this works out for you, fine. If not, that's what we have. It's almost, it's very, it makes the whole long-term care thing seem extremely ancillary. Right. Well, I, I'm assuming here, and, you know, the, the expression about assuming, so maybe I shouldn't do that, but I'm assuming that most of our listeners out there, they understand when they work with, say, a large bank or a large wirehouse. When they work with an advisor, a planner, a broker, whatever you want to call it from one of those, I'm assuming that they understand that that corporate entity, whoever is running that group, is going to be telling that advisor what they can and cannot sell. Is that wrong that I'm assuming that? I got to take is a you break. Rolling your you are eyes. way off base, But doesn't, dude. don't, I, no, I'm just saying, you don't are people way under, off, no! They don't are understand. Are you kidding me? Gosh, no! Wow. They don't understand that. I'm, I'm too deep here in our world. I'm just, I'm too deep. I need to come they out don't of our think world. That? Because they go to these places, they see a commercial, good looking, gray haired people. I wish, <laughs> I'm like, they're like 65, the people on those commercials. I wish I looked like that at 45. They okay. have hair. I don't. These okay, people let's are use... good looking. They're enjoying <laughs> retirement. They went to this big place because they saw it on a golf tournament and they know everything. And there's nothing like that. That's the majority of people. Okay, let me take this analogy here. Crazy. Let's say you walk into a butcher. I don't think you and I have ever had a bigger disagreement than that comment. <laughs> Come on. You know I put that out there a little <laughs> bit too. But say, let's say you walk into a butcher. Right, You've got your neighborhood butcher that you really like to go to. I mean, this guy, you've trusted them. You know them. And you go in there and you say, oh, can you tell me about the kale that you have? Or can you tell me about some fish, some really good, you know, I heard that I'm supposed to get these omega-3 whatevers. I need to eat more fish. And you know what? I'd really like to have some more lean protein and eat some more chicken. Is this butcher necessarily going to tell you about all these different things? Or are they going to tell you about the meats that they have? They're not going to tell you about kale. They might not have any fish there. They're not going to tell you about the beans that you should eat. They're going to tell you about what they have. So when you go into a bank, when you go into a big wirehouse firm, that corporate entity, they're going to be the ones telling them what they can sell, right? Correct. And, and I mean, this I, is kind of getting I, I, off no, of long-term care. You take it from that point of view. Right. Now we're, in the, we're educating people on how this works versus assuming they knew that. Okay. So I think maybe now that we've said that, people go, oh, yeah, it kind of makes yeah. sense. But the bottom line is, you know, that's what my seminar, this long-term care insurance seminar is about. That is this Thursday, by the way, 
at Clyde's and Tyson's Corner. I will break it down. Been doing these talks since 1999. I've done hundreds. We keep coming up with some sort of number that we lowball, but forget it. Don't worry about it. Done many, many, many of these talks. I'm going to educate you on what is long-term care insurance, what are some of the statistics involved around it, and then, you know, how do you get into this stuff? How do you compare these policies? How do these policies work? How much does this stuff cost right. you? Uh, how does your health now affect getting it? That's extremely important. And then, obviously, I do a question and answer that goes on sometimes quite a while because anything I didn't cover, you know, I, I'll get to in the Q&A. And when you leave this, you will have a good uh, understanding, education on this topic. And I think after the seminar, you'll have an idea of how to proceed. So it's Long-Term Care Insurance Seminar this Thursday, May 19th at 6.30 at Clyde's in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. The dinner and talk, completely free of charge. That's for all our seminars. You can register two ways. One is the phone line, 888-582-4582. The other is on our website, planforlifenow.com. Long-Term Care Insurance this Thursday. May 19th, 6.30, Clyde's and Tyson's, 888-582-4582 to sign up or planforlifenow.com, 888-582-4582 or planforlifenow.com. We'll be right back. Sure, sir. Plan for Life Now. With Dave Murray and Steve Kiliani. Welcome back to the show. We're talking about long-term care insurance today. Very important. Some of you have it already. And that's a, we think that's a very good thing. We think that was a prudent decision you made in the past. And in almost every case, don't get caught up in the notion that you might want to replace what you already have. I was just going to say, Dave, people are, are looking at the radio right now going, well, how do you know that it was a good decision? Maybe it was a bad purchase. Maybe I got the wrong policy. Maybe I didn't design it quite right. How can you know that it was still well, a good thing? A, we've been doing this a long time, and B, we've reviewed a lot of policies from people who already have it, who've right. come to like the seminar I'll be promoting and say, hey, I heard your radio commercial or the radio show, and I wanted to make sure my policy's okay. And ultimately, I say, well, there might be a flaw here or there, but look at the price you'd be paying now for the same thing. I give them an idea and they say, oh, I'm just going right. to stick with what I have. And the reason I bring that up is because there's going to be a lot of people worried about their policy come August. <laughs> because in August, the federal long-term care insurance plan, with many many of you already have, and many of you got a price raise on it uh -huh. circa 2010. Yeah, they, I think they had a 25% raise. Right, based on how you designed it. Well, they are saying you're going to be getting another price raise. Ooh. Or for some of you who bought it after a certain point, after 2010, a new a first price raise on right. it. Come August, you're going to get a note, and that note's basically going to say, we're increasing this premium. My guess is going to be another 25%, but I don't know the exact figure. And you could either keep your policy the way it is or adjust it not to get that price hike. Um, a couple things for almost everybody who has the federal long-term care insurance plan. I would be very careful about adjusting your plan to get a lower price as opposed to just eating the price hike. I would probably, but you'll have to see what those terms well, are. But I mean, it, it all comes down to, can you afford that price increase? Um, because you know, this is a comment we often make is that, you know, you don't get long-term care insurance if you have no assets to protect. 
And frankly, if you can't afford the coverage, well, you know, that's a whole separate question. But for the most part, if you can afford that extra money, it makes sense to, to take that price increase, keep your policy the same. Yeah. Now, what about, Dave, if someone says, well, I really can't afford to or I don't want to, and they've got different options as far as what they might decrease? Generally speaking, <laughs> what are the good things and bad things to to well, choose from there? The The bad thing would probably be to you do something like completely get rid of your inflation protection, the okay. growth of the benefit. Right. So the question would be how much inflation protection do you have? Is it compounding by 5% a year? And they're offering to lower your premium and you'll compound it by 4% a year? Okay. That's not a bad deal if they offer something like that. Right. If they said we'll give you your same premium and no no inflation protection, yeah. that would be a horrible decision because right. you need this benefit to grow as the cost of care is going up. This is something you're going to get an individual letter on, and you'll have to make an yeah. analysis and talk to your financial advisor. Who wish you had one who understood this stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, there just aren't a lot of people who, who understand this stuff. But ultimately, what I worry about is people dropping their policy because they get this, and they, they hear rhetoric. And this has happened in the past. This is other companies have had price raises in the past, and you're finding the the reason for the price raising is you bought this at a certain premium, but the claims are so high that insurance company has to say to keep paying these claims to, you know, what do we have to do in something like this to keep our reserves up? You know, we got to do a price raise. You're now finding, though, a lot of companies nowadays, not maybe the federal long-term care insurance plan, but in the private market, feel like they're not going to be buyers of today are not going to have these kinds of price raises in the future because now they're pricing it correctly. Problem with the federal plan was the last time they priced it was 2010. Right. So they, they priced it incorrectly. And that's why, and when you bought it in the initial open season, if you did of 2001, 2002, well, yes, yeah, really to get two 25% increases, really underpriced over the course of 16 years is not the end of the world. And when you yeah. start doing comparisons, it still makes sense to take the increase versus, you know, some other decision. Just wanted to sort of heads up for you Fed. So the seminar that I'm doing this Thursday compares the current federal long-term care insurance plan to the individual plan. That's just, I talk about group and individual and I use the federal plan as my comparison point. And we'll talk about if you're eligible for the federal plan, does it make sense to get that or a private plan? Just one of the facets we cover in my long-term care insurance seminar, which is this Thursday. So if you're interested in long-term care insurance, you want to find out about the ins and outs and get a what we feel is an independent education on this. This Thursday, May 19th, 6.30 p.m. at Clyde's in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Our dinner and seminar, completely free of charge. You can register on the phone line, 888-582-4582, or on the website, planforlifenow.com. This Thursday, Clyde's in Tyson, 6.30 p.m., 888-582-4582, or planforlifenow.com. 888-582-4582. Register on the web, planforlifenow.com. We'll do some news and traffic. And then when we come back, I want to talk about to people whose parents are genetic or you're genetically linked to Alzheimer's and getting long-term care insurance and, and a little bit about that. We'll be right back. Plan for Life Now with Dave Murray and Steve Kiliani. 
Welcome back to the show again. You know, we don't do that many of these long-term care insurance seminars. We do them, but if you're interested, it's like, A, who should be interested? We'll start with that. Who should be, why should I be interested in long-term? Well, because here's the problem. It's really expensive and it very well may happen to you. Hmm. And long-term care means you're in assisted living. And no one else is going to pay for it. Well, health insurance doesn't pay for it. Health insurance will never pay for it. No one else is you unless you have some, some, uh, you know, godmother or godfather who just, oh yeah, don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. Well, million, million and a half dollars of long-term care? Sure. It's a fairy godmother who's just going to sprinkle down money to pay for long-term yes. care? I think that's few people in the audience okay. have that. If you have that, forget about it. Right. Otherwise. Or as our audience would call that, Bernie Sanders. But he's probably. <laughs> so basically, so yeah, so the reason this is important, it happens to a lot of people. And I'm going to talk about Alzheimer's in a second here. But, you know, if you make it to 80 and more and more people, there are tons that octogenarians. Mm-hmm. There are tons of octogenarians in this country. You have a really good chance of living past 80. My mother and father are both fine, and they're past 80. Wow. If you make it past 80, you got a 50-50 chance of having some form of Alzheimer's or dementia before you die. That doesn't even include all the people who have Alzheimer's and dementia before, before 80, yeah. the age of 80. And there's a whole bunch of other ways that you can need to be in assisted living or nursing care or home care or some combination thereof. And that statistic is another. It's just statistics. They're boring. But to me, they're not boring if you're interested in your money. If you make it to 65, you got a 73% chance of needing long-term care. Okay. And it's expensive. So this is, this is definitely an insurance type that people use. This is not something like meteor insurance. It exactly. might hit my house one in a million. No, this right. is something that you're going to have to use. So first of all, you want to look into it. Second of all, you want to design it correctly because if you're actually right. going to use it, you don't want to screw it up and then have to use it and it's not done right. right. Yeah. So it covers nursing and home and assisted living and that care can range from, you know, $70,000 a year, I think on the low side to $120,000 a year. We'll take mm-hmm. an average long-term care case in the D.C. area, seventy dollars to $120,000 a year. But when you need it, in other words, buyers of insurance are not, if you're already in long-term care, you can't get it, obviously. You need to be insurable. You need to be a little bit younger. So those of you listening in your 50s and early 60s, maybe late 40s, when are you going to need long-term care? 20 years from now? Something like that? 25? Mm-hmm. 15? Well, guess what? The care is not going to be 70 to 120. It could easily be more like one forty to two hundred thousand dollars a year. What does that do to a retirement plan? If you're my mother in law going into her fourth year of care in the future and it costs a million dollars, what does that do to your retirement plan? Nothing else covers it. And that's the point of long term care insurance. So the seminar, again, write it down if you're interested or you're driving, just remember our phone number, eight 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 five eight two four five eight two or the website planforlifenow.com. That's easier to remember. It's this Thursday, May 19th, 630 at Clyde's and Tyson's. Dinner and seminar free of charge, 888-582-4582 or planforlifenow.com. So dealing with my mother-in-law and for years, and I go, you know, I usually go with my wife. We have a normal routine. My wife, obviously, her daughter, so she's there more, but I'll go Friday. Mm-hmm. Go there. It's the third floor of this place, Kensington Park Assisted Living. They're great. 
you're not used to it, you would be freaked out the first time you went on that floor. But you know all the cast of characters once you've been there. So do you know for three years? I mean, it's <laughs> so like from going so much. Do you obviously you're going to know the other residents? No, everybody. But do you know? Do you know other visiting family members? Some, you see some of some them some because they come around the same time, right? So yeah, we certainly know some over the years. But quite frankly, as time goes on, some mm-hmm. people die. Yeah, and that's true. that. But others are just like my mother-in-law, just living through this stuff. So as you talk to more and more people, and I'm talking about the children of Alzheimer's. Someday in the future, by the way, that's going to be a seminar that we will do, the children of Alzheimer's and just dealing with it. But when you talk to these people, a lot of them are going for genetic testing, Hmm. meaning, you know what, my mom or dad is in this situation, and what about me? And now there are more and more tests coming out. Are these tests perfect medically? I'm not an expert at the test. But they're out there that give you an idea if you have a genetic link to Alzheimer's or not. And one of the decisions you have to make is, do I even want to know that? Wow. That's yeah. a decision I, I don't know, man. I don't, you know, I, mean, I don't know if telling I want you, to know that. Unless they're but, telling you there's something you can do about it. Right. But now my point in this part of the show is, my gosh, you got to, if you are a child of Alzheimer's, <laughs> you're, you know, you've seen your mom or dad or even a relative of Alzheimer's. You've seen this up close and personal. You understand how much this costs. It's not just some radio show telling you, blabbing at you that it costs a lot. You're paying this bill or your parents are paying this seven, eight thousand, ten thousand dollar a month bill. And you understand how this works and you understand. And you're you should be looking into long term care insurance. But if you are and you should be and you know it better than anybody. And obviously, a lot of my clients over the years have a parent who has Alzheimer's or whatever. Now they have these tests. Look into your long-term care insurance and get it if you're going to get it before you take a genetic test that's yeah. going to predetermine that you have Alzheimer's and make you uninsurable. Hello? This is where, the, and this isn't anyone's fault, obviously. This is the fault of our industry. Our industry sucks. I mean, come on. It's not the world's best industry when it comes to, it's you're an industry. About the insurance industry in general, or? No, you mean broader than that, about the financial industry? The financial industry, listen, the financial industry is like anything else. They're we're trying to sell your services, and people out there, their services are, I want something for nothing. I want to be able to make money and take no risk. Hmm. I want to, hey, it sounds like the weekend programming, everybody. <laughs> it's like the, the bottom line is the real world of financial planning isn't that. The right. real world of financial planning is you do need to focus on investments. The older you get, the more important it is. You do need to be able to grow your assets. You need to understand that there's risk involved in that. You need to protect retirement income, as we talk about. But you also need financial planning is, oh, God, I hate this word, but it fits in this case. It's holistic. There's <laughs> other stuff, like dealing with protecting your assets with long-term care. But we don't. there's not enough lip service to that. There is some lip service. There's not enough actual action. So we're in a position now with tons of people in assisted living for all these things and tons of people dealing with Alzheimer's as Americans are living. And this, the situation I just brought up, people worried, getting tested. Oh my gosh, I have, I'm perfectly fine now. I've tested positives for this gene. I go to apply for long-term care insurance. Forget it. Right. That's in your medical records. No viable insurance company. You're uninsurable forever. Yeah. So so my gosh. (laughs) So the point of this segment is if you have a parent with Alzheimer's, Think about getting long-term care insurance. It exists out there. Mm-hmm. It's just not It's not on the golf tournament TV commercials because it's not a big seller in the insurance world because of well, a whole bunch of reasons. But do not 
get a genetic test for long-term care for Alzheimer's. Obviously, you're worried about until you investigate getting your long-term care insurance in place first. Then you test positive. It doesn't matter. You already got the insurance. That's interesting that you mentioned that because I had a client probably a decade, maybe it was 12 or 13 years ago, who had a family history of Huntington's disease. And if you don't know what Huntington's disease is, it, it's awful. It's really bad. It's a de- degenerative disease. And there are tests that you can do to find out if you have that. And this was, at the time, a very young guy. He was 33, 34 years old, wanted to get long-term care insurance. And I, well, why, why are you doing this at this age? And he said, well, I'm going to have the test done a few years from now to know if I'm going to have that. So I want to get the long-term care. I want to get life insurance. I want to get DI, all that stuff ahead of time. So I didn't even know about these these Alzheimer's tests, but I mean, yeah, that would make a lot of sense to get coverage before you actually have any sort of test. Right, just one of these issues, which is why we urge you to look into long-term care insurance if you have assets to protect. Who are the primetime buyers of long-term care insurance between the ages of 45 and 65? Have at least $200,000 of net worth. You have assets to protect, and you're projected to have more in the future. And think about this, especially the children of Alzheimer's and what I just said. So the Long-Term Care Insurance Seminar, again, is this Thursday that I'll be conducting. It's May 19th at 6.30 p.m. at Clyde's in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Dinner and seminar completely free of charge. Register on our phone line anytime, 888-582-4582. Or on the website, planforlifenow.com, 888-582-4582, or planforlifenow.com. Again, this is long-term care insurance only. It's this Thursday at Clyde's and Tyson's, 888-582-4582 to register, or planforlifenow.com, 888-582-4582, or planforlifenow.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Plan for Life Now, 105.9 FM and AM 630 WMAL. Welcome back to the show. I just made a really good point. (laughs) Yeah? Well, let's reiterate it then. I mean... That was a really good point. It's like so ridiculous. Well, I guess we just... This is what we do. I just like, wow, Dave, that was good. Really nailed it. Actually, I nailed that last break. (laughs) Every once in a while, you got to give yourself some some props there because it's not like everybody's coming up to you on the street saying, "Hey, segment three the other day, you really nailed." Right, it, that dude. would be nobody ever. <laughs> so, but no, but segment three the other day we just did is basically you're a child of Alzheimer's. Remember, children of Alzheimer's are not little for the most part. God, gosh, I certainly hope there aren't little children whose oh. parents have Alzheimer's, but mainly mainly people. Uh, late 40s, 50s, 60s, or the children of you have a parent, you've seen Alzheimer's up close and personal or dementia, you know exactly what the home care costs, the assisted living for that, the skilled care, etc. You're worried about it. And now, as medical science continues to advance, there are various tests coming out to see if you have a particular gene to... And I didn't even know about these until I started talking to people in Kensington Park where my mother-in-law is. These are other kids visiting kids. They're our age and older, visiting their parents and mentioning that they're doing taking these tests. Hmm. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, these people, a lot of you 
under, maybe have heard of long-term care insurance, but haven't really taken the time to investigate it. A lot of people whose parents have Alzheimer's or any loved ones don't have long-term care insurance yet. Doesn't mean it's not on your list to look at, but right. not yet. <clears throat> take a, Thinking about a genetic test, worried about the link. You take that test and there's any indication. This is how an insurance company looks. You take a test like that and there's any indication that you have a genetic link for Alzheimer's. Right. You're uninsurable for long-term care insurance for the rest of your life. Yeah. You will never get it ever. So to not investigate your long-term care insurance, which you should be doing anyway, get it in place. Now you're con- you are covered for long-term care, however you could have worked out a policy. Mm-hmm. You're insured for the rest of your life. Now you get the test. No problem. You're fine. It's already in place. Because, but when you do it before the fact, so they can never take the insurance away from you, mm-hmm. but they can certainly deny you getting it because you did that. Well, and let's be clear, you're not saying that insurance companies, they're not using this as an underwriting tool at this point. I mean, they're, they're not the ones asking for no, this. No, this they don't just, ask for it. It's right. not at that point yet. But they will ask on, I know in the past on some applications, if you had a, a parent that had Alzheimer's or dementia, right? They will ask that, but then they give the current test that they give. Right. And the current test that they give for that. So in other words, on an application, yeah, my mom, dad has, or brother or sister has Alzheimer's. Right. Now they're going to say, we have an Alzheimer's test. It's a phone call. Mm-hmm. They call you up and they do, they'll, they'll mention 10 words in a sentence. Car. The car went down the street. Car. They, that's how they do it. Clock. There's a clock on the wall. Clock. And then in, after about two of them, they say, please don't write these down. It's a phone interview. Then they do a few more. Are you writing them down? And you say no. <laughs> I mean, you should say no. <laughs> so then at the end, they say, how many of those words do you remember? And sometimes clients have said, as I talk about this in my seminar, they say, what happens if I write them down? And I say, you're smart. <laughs> you because, probably don't have Alzheimer's, because, right? But a person, anyone who knows someone with Alzheimer's or has a family member knows that with dementia or Alzheimer's, you can't cheat. Right. On this. It's not happening. Right. You would freak out. So the reality is the ability to cheat on a test like this proves you don't have dementia or Alzheimer's. The companies obviously know this. That's the test they do now. Mm-hmm. So that test is. Re- and remember, you no- don't have Alzheimer's or dementia. Oh, that's- so that's why you're getting the insurance. You can't get it once you have it anyway. Right. So that's our point on that as we promote our seminar. The rest of the time, I'll just say, you know. I don't worry about competition for my long-term care insurance seminar. We say this every time we do a show. Well, Dave, your seminar, well, you certainly, from listening to this hour, if you had nothing better to do, I've listened to the whole hour, and you certainly seem to understand something about long-term care insurance. I'll think about your seminar. Let me Google the other long-term care insurance seminars in the D.C. area and make a comparison. Hmm. Go ahead, Google. The one time Google can't find anything. Right. Google finds something all the time. Nothing. Google finds nothing. Crickets, as we just played there. <laughs> Crickets. So that's why I'm like, you know. So the bottom line is there's not a lot of expertise on this. But in my talk, you know, I'm going to break it down. And I'll be honest with you. I start this talk, and then I do always say at the beginning of this long-term care insurance talk, you know what, don't ask any questions now because often I will get to your question before the end. And right. then invariably someone will raise their hand and ask a question. I say, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Because, you know, this isn't like the 10th, this isn't like the 100th, this isn't like the 200th, it's more like the 800th of these talks right? since 1999. So I'm pretty good at, at, in the base of this seminar, hitting the high points. 
But there's going to be a lot of questions you're going to have that aren't the high points that are maybe more particular to your situation. And I'll get all, to all of that in the Q&A. And I think by the time you leave this, you'll have a great understanding of this insurance. And I like oh. to, and when people want to meet with, with me and work with me on this stuff, when right. we work on the insurance, remember we're independent. We don't, you're not, uh, we're not, uh, Tied to an insurance not company, tied to any insurance company or anything like that, getting extra bonuses or or trips or something. If you do one insurance company or another, we're completely independent in that respect. But what I like people to come to the talk if they can make it, instead of just meeting, because then they get a great background. Mm-hmm. And then when we go to work on it, you understand what I'm showing you better. You've already been educated on that, and you'll understand the numbers when it becomes your personal case. Well, because to to get to that point of purchasing long-term care insurance, you've got to understand a few things. You've got to understand, you know, what is the risk to me, to to my family? Um, What is the cost of a policy? How do I design a policy? I mean, you just think about all the things that go into buying anything, buying a car, buying new windows, buying a roof, which I'm looking at right now. I mean, all this stuff. You've got to you've got to go through that process if right. you're an educated consumer. And part of the process, if you want to follow through with with me, part of it is to just be told the truth and not to have your time wasted. Hey, Dave, I, I'm really interested in this. You, I loved your seminar, and then I call you up and you check. Yeah, I'd like for you to call, and I do follow up, and we start to have a little interview on the phone before we get together. And you tell me I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, I should mention that ten months ago I had a little event where I had tingling in my arm and and neck, uh, and, you know, they said it was might have been a mini-stroke. Besides that, I'm ready to go. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> so you need to, we're not going, thanks for coming. I appreciate you listening to the show and coming to talk. You're not insurable right now. Right. <laughs> so when you're not, so there are various things that make you not insurable. You need to learn that, too. I'm not saying that you have to be in perfect health to get long-term care insurance. No. You don't. But you need to know things that are, make you uninsurable. Right. Because that's helpful. So the seminar, long-term care insurance, this Thursday. This week, May 19th at 6.30 p.m. at Clyde's and Tyson's Corner. Dinner and seminar completely free of charge. Register on the phone line, 888-582-4582, or the website, planforlifenow.com. 888-582-4582, or planforlifenow.com. It's this Thursday, May 19th, starting at 6.30 at Clyde's and Tyson's. 888-582-4582. Or register on the website, planforlifenow.com. Some people say I don't say the phone number and website enough. Oh, whatever. 888-582-4582. Or register on the website, planforlifenow.com. Have a great rest of the day, and we'll see you next Sunday.